Hey everyone, uh, welcome to MMA by Milliken. I hope you guys are staying safe, staying positive, and staying vigilant. And, you know, just uh, stay safe. Stay safe. If you were able to listen to this podcast, then hey, you got another day on this earth. <laughs> you know, enjoy it. Enjoy it. Uh, just take this time to reach out to as many people as possible. And I want to say that it is always, you know, I always love getting up in the morning and opening up, you know, the firing up the tablet and checking out social media. And it's, it's such a great, I know a lot of people are going through a very bad time right now, but it's so great to open up social media, especially MMA Twitter, and just see people are still around, you know, it's so, it's such a delight, I mean, I know we're still up here arguing with each other, (laughs) even that, you know, some of it is like, look, we got more important things to deal with right now, but some of the other things, it's just, it's a delight, honestly, it's a delight, because I guess it's still some normalcy, you know, um, and that's so important. I think this pandemic has been such a lesson in so many different ways and and that is that we we still need some aspects of uh, a lot of us are introverts a lot of introverts in the MMA community but we still need uh, we still need social interaction we still need that and uh, it helps with our mental health I think part of this situation people are reacting certain ways because you know mentally it's hard to wrap our heads around Um, even just not being able to do normal things but uh, we definitely just we just have to stay focused and again check on as many people as you can if you're healthy check on check on others this isn't a time to be selfish this isn't a time to say hey it's nothing wrong with me Uh, this is a hoax Uh, look people need help and even if you don't believe you know by some stretch of imagination even if you don't believe that this pandemic is real people are really out of work stores are really closed people need food people need supplies our medical industry is being bombarded help them if you feel like you're invulnerable and nothing can hurt you and go help someone you know go help someone in need and there are several people in need there are people who are already in need before this pandemic even happened that still need help they need help more than ever before go go help them you know go help volunteer volunteer your efforts I think that that's the next phase for this is to volunteer our efforts but yeah just stay safe and uh, stay positive today's episode we're going to do something uh, a little fun 
going to talk about UFC 249. Well, I mean, I know not too much fun because we might not get it right. I know, I know. It's uh, yeah, this sucks. This sucks big time. Now, should it happen? Sure. Should it happen on April 18th? Absolutely not. Can it happen? Uh, you know, Dana. Dana's used to, you know, doing what he wants to do. When he wants to do it, make a phone call to the president, boom, I get what I want. He has to be humble, which is not easy for him to do. He will have to brown nose, not with the president. Right now, the governors in each state have power. That's it. Everything pretty much goes through them. And then every, you know, that chain of command, everyone underneath. He has to brown those mayors, the governors first, then the mayors of each city and go from there. He has to do a lot of brown nosing and something that he's not used to doing. But he's going to have to do it if he wants this event to continue. Could it happen? I think if the whatever he secures... <laughs> you know, if it's a warehouse, an old department store, it had to be something that's large. Because right now what I've seen is that department stores, because of their size, certain ones, because of their size, they're, you know, they're allowing more people to go in. You know, we have the social distancing happening. They're doing that, but they're able to allow in more than 10 people. Okay. So the actual, if he has a big enough area to hold it, say uh, say a, a warehouse, for instance, then he could possibly have 100 people in there spaced out and probably groupings of five. So, you know, could actually have everyone in, the, in there, whatever he secures. Another thing he could do is, you know, uh, actors, film actors, they have their... Uh, they have their uh, trailers, you know, their makeup trailers or whatever, you know, it's the makeup trailer, then it's their own personal use trailer, um, buses, for instance, um, motorhomes or whatever the case may be. So it could, what they could do is kind of get like, you know, um, whether it's a splinter, splinter van or motorhome, whatever, deluxe, you know, kick, you know, Vince McMahon, because, you know, that was the thought process is going to get in contact with Vince and then head down to Florida, right? Vince, um, a few of his fighters, CM Punk, for instance, he did an interview from, I know that's the name not to bring up, right? But uh, he did, he, I, I watched um, kind of like this episode where he was talking and um, it was, as they call it in pro wrestling, a shoot video is basically all facts, you know, him being himself. And um, he was talking, he was inside of this really hooked up uh, bus, um, motorhome slash bus, right? And it's real nice. It was nice. Uh, and so I'm not sure if that was his that he bought or that's something that Vince hooked up or he did it through Vince or whatever the case may be. But maybe Vince can line up a few of those, the touring buses, etc. Because a lot of wrestlers use that. Um, and have the fighters in those come up, you know, when they're day of the event, 
well, uh, well, I guess now they could, won't be able to do that. Well, anyway, if they're in those or set up tents or I don't know, or if it's in like say Philly, for instance, um, Wells Fargo is near a residential area and houses for rent or something like that where the fighters could go and they're separate from each other. This way you're still maintaining that 10 person kind of deal going on. And if it's in a big enough area where the fighters can be separated, the fighters will have to, obviously are going to have less people no matter what, because they don't, they're not going to have the family members there. So if they can maintain like three, four people, they're all tested and ready to go. It's not necessarily impossible, but he was had to start the testing right now. So that's my issue. Is he going to take it seriously enough to start the testing? We hear that they are testing fighters. Fighters can also possibly get tested where they are. They can certainly get in contact with a lot. We've seen a lot of uh, athletic teams, NFL. Well, I've personally seen mostly basketball teams getting tested. They can reach out to them and get the testing. You know, there's a lot of uh, testing areas being set up, but if you don't have symptoms they won't test you so you know it's, it's not necessarily possible to get in contact with the nba and um you know get a hold of some of their testing kits or go to where they're being you know they're doing their own testing and have the fighters tested so it's not necessarily impossible to have this on april the 18th i say you know delay it postpone delay now the main and co-main events again you know problem with this situation is are the fighters healthy can they maintain their health even for a few weeks and can some of them even get inside the united states there is a quarantine going on another problem dilemma that dana faces is the curfew everyone inside by a certain time Another issue is the National Guard or military being used. We've seen in some countries the military is actually being dispatched to enforce the quarantine rule. So for those of you that think you can just go out for your little jog and skip and goof around or whatever, sooner or later, depending on where you are, there is a good chance that the worse this pandemic gets, the more there are dispatch military police etc to enforce the quarantine and or curfew so that's the big dilemma and and then dana has to you know whatever the governor he has to that's it governor mayor uh, city council you name it he is at their mercy it's no longer just a phone call to the president his buddy okay but let's talk about that main event that main and, and co-main event I personally want to talk about the co-main event but the fight of the century the fight that everyone needs to everyone wants to see which is the main event Habib Namagamadoff versus Tony the Boogeyman Ferguson I've said it once I'll say it again I don't care who wins I don't care I don't even care how they win I don't care if Ferguson comes out one punches Habib I don't care if Habib one punches Tony Ferguson in like nine seconds. I don't care as long as the fight actually takes place. Whoever now, whoever wins, will they be the greatest ever? I'm a big Tony Ferguson fan. I don't know if Ferguson wins. Can he be called the GOAT? 
say I don't like GOAT of division. To me, you're either the greatest of all time or you're not. One person, singular, not 15. But are you the best of all time? I, I don't know. To me, I think Habib is a better argument for him because he's the champion. Okay. He is the champion. To me, it works out better for him if he wins. Tony, on the other hand, he wins, yeah, but he he's just winning the title. He hasn't defended the belt. And, of course, another problem with these two guys, the big dilemma with these two guys is the fact that they fought so many people in their, their own division that if Tony wins, who the hell is he supposed to defend his title against? I mean, we got Justin. You know, definitely got to get Justin in there. Uh, it, to me, even, no matter who wins, it's like, just, just get it over and done with. I know he's obsessed with Connor. Oh, my God. Uh, now, you know, if uh, Tony wins, then, yeah, um, if Connor can cut weight, get Connor in there, get Justin in there. He hasn't, uh, Ferguson hasn't fought Diamond. Some of these fights, it's like, man, if you already lost to Habib, I don't, to me, Tony shouldn't be regulated to Habib's sloppy seconds. I hate to be harsh. But I don't think he should be regulated to, I like the, the Justin matchup because neither fighter has faced him. He's the only person to me. Um, everyone else, I just don't think it's really fair to Ferguson to face fighters that Habib already defeated, especially if he defeats Habib. I don't, I don't, I don't say it. They're in a dilemma. They're definitely in a dilemma uh, going forward. I mean, again, Habib's in great position. If he wins, he beat the man who was the number one challenger for years finally faced off i think it seals his legacy i think it's perfect timing for him to then retire and um you know and then be the greatest uh champion in that division all time end story now to the cold main event oh man my girl oh oh uh so who do i pick again i don't care who wins i'm not gonna cry uh because, you know, my favorite, you know, Ferguson loses to an undefeated champion. I think that's ridiculous. I, yeah, right. I wish I would. Once, once, I don't care if it was as soon as I don't care if all Habib did was blow win, you know, just uh, uh, blew on Ferguson and he just goes unconscious. You know what I mean? Like, I don't care how the fight takes place. This is a a dominant undefeated champion, a actual undefeated champion. I like that other dude. Okay who people want to keep bringing up. I'm not going to mention any names, but yeah, I'm not going to get bent out of shape. You know, I don't care who wins. I honestly don't. Um, I'm not going to trash Habib if he loses. That's dumb. Uh, I'm certainly not going to uh, get on some, you know, Ferguson was overrated bandwagon at all. I do give the edge to the champion. I think Ferguson is a dangerous fighter, but I give the edge to the champion. So there you have it. There you have it. Now, how? I don't know. I don't know. Ferguson is so un, unpredictable. Who knows? You know, who knows? I think that, uh, I think Ferguson has, I mean, I think that uh, Habib has to do, he has to utilize everything. Uh, I think the best thing to do is injure Tony. He doesn't feel pain. I believe I'm with Barbosa when he states that. He has to actually physically injure Tony to slow him down. Something that no one's been able to do. I think that's the way to go. For Ferguson, uh, just um, 
same thing, but very be very picky. You know, don't just go for the sub when the tackle happens, when the sambo starts happening. Uh, be more. Both fighters have to get their striking. They're both underrated strikers, in my opinion, and to me, they both have to have excellent striking in this fight. You know, I think that that's the way for either one to win is to utilize everything. I think they have to hurt their opponent, both of them. Uh, I think five rounds favors Ferguson, but I wouldn't be surprised if Habib got it done in three. So there you have it. Okay. Um, who I'm rooting for, of course, Ferguson, but I just, I'm rooting for this fight to take place. <laughs> Period. Now, the co-main event. My girl, Thug Rose, my baby, going up against another favorite of mine, Jessica Andrade. All I want to say about this is, I think, sure, should Rose win? Yes. However, to underestimate Andrade is foolishness. Andrade went 7-1 and one when she dropped down from bantamweight to strawweight. The only person she lost to was Joanna Jacek. She, if you look at the damage that Jen Wale took versus, again, Jen, not a decent camp, a lot of stress, just so much going on, could not focus at all. That was not 100% Jen Wale in there. However, when you look at the damage that Jen took, even though it wasn't a whole lot, but still, you know, that, you know, she took some damage. Look at the Andrade fight. She got hit. She got tagged a couple of times, but it wasn't the same. So to think that a tank like Andrade, and I'm still going to call her a tank, even though she got, uh, you know, lambasted by Magnum. Uh, we, we know now how powerful Magnum is. So those who were questioning Magnum now know that Magnum is absolutely no joke. Told you she wasn't no joke. Um, now you see. Now you see. But uh, so I'm still going to call Andrade a tank, period. I'm still going to call her a tank. She devastated some of the best going on. Claudia Gedalia, a second degree world champion, jujitsu practitioner. And she and it ended up on the ground. She was on her back and could not do a single solitary thing with Andrade. Doesn't even want Andras to be in strawweight anymore. Okay. This woman, um, I mean, she just, man, she got, you know, had her issues with uh, Torres, but still ended up brutalizing her as well. You know, she's fought who's who of the strawweight division. Angela Hill, she fought Thug Rose. You know, um, of course, the only person that she lost to was uh, Ioana. So, to think that to underestimate her is foolish. I would not be surprised if she won the exact same way she won the first time. That she scoops Rose up and, and drops her on her head again. Or or just keep scooping her up and just doing what she did to Claudia, you know, just to use her as an example. You know, and don't forget that this is a, a woman with one punch power. Okay, Carolina Kobukevich is still, you know, she's had a tough run of it, but she's still a tough, tough fighter. 
still a tough, tough fighter. We saw how she, you know, Yan Zonan is no joke. That is the one person who could have knocked uh, Carolina out, and she didn't do it. Um, she wasn't able to do it. Um, Carolina's tough, but man, her lights got put out by Jessica Andrade. So, no, this is Jessica is still very, very, very dangerous. She has room for improvement. She is now a black belt in jiu-jitsu. And, you know, she, so now all she really has to worry about is improving her stand-up now that she got her ground game tight. So we're talking about someone who can work off of her back, who is a wrestling machine, a grappling terror in that division. Um, now, this is a tough, Rose, I love her to death, but she has nothing but a bunch of tough challenges ahead of her. Okay, Jan is tough. Uh, Amanda Rabaz is, uh, you know, I keep saying Rabaz, uh, Habaz or Rabaz, sorry, you know. But yeah, she is, uh, she has a lot of tough challenges ahead of her. So to think that she's just going to win and dominate is foolishness. I don't believe that at all. Um, but yeah, and, you know, this is tough. This is a tough fight for me because I, I root for both women. I root for both women. And again, with Andrade, just like, man, she goes up against certain people. And I just, when she went against Carolina, I was, you know, a big fan of KK. Uh, and I was just like, oh, my God, this isn't going to end well <laughs> for, for one of them. This is not going to end well, boy. And it did. And I feel the same way about this fight. You know, hopefully it's a, it's a you know, it's funny. I never really cared too much for decision fights, um, generally speaking. But, uh, yeah, this one I hope goes to a decision. <laughs> I, I don't want to see uh, – I really don't want to see Jessica get picked completely apart. But I, I I would rather that than, you know, seeing a homicide take place. I don't want anyone to get killed in this fight. You know, I don't want the life getting choked out of, uh, you know, again, Jessica's a black belt. So she'll have to edge over Andre, over Thug Rose on the ground. Uh, whew, man, I, I – you know, it's probably the first time I'm, I'm rooting, I'm hoping for a decision, <laughs> you know, um, but I have a feeling it's not going to end well for one of these opponents. But, um, yeah, don't, don't, no one should be foolish enough to underestimate Andrade. I give the edge to Thug Rose. I would assume that she would uh, make up for her mistake in that fight. She got complacent and um, she paid for it. And she, she learned that she can never be complacent again. To, And I, I mentioned uh, Jan. I mean, for her to win, she's automatically going to go and face Magnum uh, one of these days. Man. <laughs> you know, I'm worried for Thug Rose against Andrade again. I'm definitely, I'm terrified of Rose going up against Magnum. Oh my God, Magnum at one. We've seen Magnum at what, 60, 70%, maybe 80% versus JJ. And we saw her at 100% versus Andrade. Magnum at 100% versus Rose. Because Rose can't afford to get hit anywhere at all. She get kicked in her chest the way that JJ did, she's done. She get punched in her face the way that JJ did, she is done. And, and Magnum isn't going to keep doing that forehead hit. She's going to go for that jawline. She's going to go for that nose. And who, my goodness. Mm-mm. Yeah, ooh, yeah, I love me some Thug Rose. I want to see her 
kind of move on from this fight hopefully win i mean it's tough i'm rooting for each woman no matter which one wins i'm happy but yeah i would like to see rose kind of move on and face you know suarez and the other top contenders but she does not neither one of these women have an easy go at it i believe that amanda Rabaz would pick jessica andras completely apart Jan is a she's terrifying marina rodriguez oh my goodness thoughts and prayers for whoever faces her oh my goodness because she she needs to work on her grappling but man if she improves her muay thai keeps going with her muay thai she may not have to oh my gosh she she's another one no one can afford to get hit too many times by so yeah this is both my girl, all my girls, you know, like I'm a fan of uh, Magnum's, fan of Rose, love Jessica, all of them going to have a hard run at it. Straw weight is a stacked division. Angela Hill is still lurking around. Oh my God. And Angela Hill, who loves to take fights last minute. Oh my goodness. You know, you can prep for Angela Hill, but taking on Angela with no prep time, with no uh, uh, Batman prep time. <laughs> Ooh, Lord, I don't, even Magnum, I, I don't even, you know, Magnum will probably be the one who I would say would fare well in a less, uh, in a short, uh, you know, in a short uh, last minute fight against, not short, but last minute fight against uh, Angela. But generally speaking, I don't, Angela is no joke and she's terrifying. Um, because she's good. We've seen what she can do taking fights at the last minute. And uh, she's the one fighter who, to me, who could take a fight at the last minute and survive and win. Some of these other fighters simply can't do that. So, um, yeah, this is, this is, you know, that, you know, I want the this main event to happen so we can get this whole thing sorted out. But, yeah, that destroy with division, I'm definitely keeping my eyes out for this fight. And, um, and if, by some stretch of imagination, the event could take place, I hope that the co-main is included in that. Um, but yeah, I wish all these fighters uh, luck going forward. I wish everyone out there in the world good luck going forward. Stay safe. Try to stay healthy. Um, and just stay vigilant. Oh, and stay positive. Take care. I'll talk to you guys next time.